Welcome to the podcast for St. Andrew's Community United Methodist Church, a loving, caring, overcoming community of faith where our mission is making disciples of Jesus Christ. Welcome back to episode two of Add to Your Faith. I'm so glad that you've joined us for this episode uh, from our St. Andrew's podcast. And I am Pastor Stephanie, so glad to be with you again. And I'm super excited to be in studio with my good friend who is sitting here in his Southmore baseball sweatshirt. He is repping today for the Sabercats. This is great because this, <laughs> this past week, Monday, March 1st, yes. because it's on Monday this year, other right. years, March 1st <laughs> yes. is the start of high school baseball season. There and it is. So, it's, uh, com- it's there. It's, it is. It's, you it know, is there. Love baseball. You know, my son, Jonathan, is a junior at Southmore yep. and he plays baseball. And last year, uh, I didn't get to see his scrimmages because of that back surgery yes, that I had, right. and they only got two weeks of the season because yes, of, uh, of COVID. The COVID thing. Oh god! And so uh, he gets to play, and yes. you know, I I don't know how much he'll get to play, but this year will be the first experiences he's had playing with varsity, and yes. his hopes are high. He has worked so hard, and uh, I. I just, I love it. You know, yeah. I, there, I find myself going, wow, I got this year and next year and then baseball's over for me. I know, right? <laughs> it is kind of crazy. Kids don't realize what they do to their parents in that, right? I know. I, it's yeah. like, I suddenly have all this free time and money. What am I going to do with all that? <laughs> so great. Oh, well, we really are glad that y'all have joined us for this episode. Uh, we started last week with uh, Add to Your Faith, and we were talking about goodness. And of course, this is our Lenten series, and it's so important for us to be reflecting on who we are, just like uh, Pastor D.A. said last week, that we kind of hold up a mirror to ourselves. And the thing I love about the mirror analogy is that it's a reminder of for us to look inward to say what's going on inside of our hearts. Just right. like David said, you know, search search me and know, know me. me. Yeah, yeah. it's good. No, right? that's, that's that's good. A, that's going to come back later, isn't it? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> so true. But the other thing I love about this mirror analogy is that. It reminds us that we are not designed to reflect ourselves. We're actually designed to reflect yeah. God. And so as we hold up the mirror, what we're looking for are the ways that we don't look like God. And that's what I love about this series is that as we add to our faith these things, we become more like God. And then when we hold up the mirror, we're going to look more like him than we do even ourselves, which I think is pretty cool. Right. And You know, one of the things I think about when you're talking about that is, you know, when I'm praying for... Uh, my children, mm-hmm. one of the things that I do pray is that they can reflect the light of Christ yes. when they're at school because yes. I know that the school is just filled with yes. students who do not have that light. No. You know, they, they didn't grow up that it's way. Dark. Uh, yeah. And I just always pray that my students can reflect Christ's light yes. in, in ways that cause other people to experience God's presence. Oh, it's so, so, so good. Well, and this, this week we talk about adding to goodness because we talked about goodness last right. week, moral excellence, adding to that knowledge. So tell us a little bit about that. So, um, you know, one of the things that we, we didn't discuss in the podcast last week is when, when Peter is, is writing this to the early church and he says, you know, uh, add to your faith, goodness, and this week and to goodness, add knowledge. Knowledge. But, uh, (laughs) What we left out last week that I want to bring up now is he actually says, in order for us to participate in the divine nature of God and avoid the evil corruption of the world, 
add to your faith. That's so good. These things. Yes. And, uh, Ooh, hello. So, you know, when we talk about Lent, yeah, okay, it, it's... I can add this stuff to my faith, but how are these things I'm going to add yeah. going to help me have strength or, or build some protection and yes. a shield around me yes. so I now can avoid some of this corruption of the world? How can I reflect the light of Christ yes. in the midst of darkness rather yes. than having the darkness corrupting me? So I just say, well, you know, you yeah, got to have faith. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so when we, we say add to goodness knowledge. Now, again, if we go with what some people say, they'll say, well, you know, after you have faith, first thing you got to do is be good, you know, because yeah. you're not a good person before yeah. you have faith. So now you've got to be good. <laughs> right, right, and, right. And now they're saying, uh, so add to your goodness knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. again, I've not studied this deeply enough to say, yeah, I believe in this stair step theory, uh-huh. this ladder theory. But but I, I like the idea because suddenly because I have accepted and I have professed faith in Christ, yeah. he has changed who I am yes. so that, yes, I am now seeking to become that morally yes. excellent person. His grace and his power in my life makes me want to make better decisions and do, mm-hmm. you know, have better action. Uh, but how often in the Christian life, and I'm thinking primarily of younger disciples, right? do we say, this is what you need to do? Yes. Okay, don't touch the fire because it's hot. Right. So what I've always been taught, that's what I always believe. Uh-huh. Uh, well, do you know the fire's hot? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so we want to add knowledge. I don't mm-hmm. have to touch the fire to know it's hot. Well, I can. Good. Get a marshmallow and put it over the fire and watch the marshmallow right. burn. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, uh, you know, we want to to add knowledge. And, and I think yeah. this is a critical part of how God has created us and who God makes us to be. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a, a particularly interesting word to use because uh, the age that we live in mm-hmm. is called the information age. You know, we had the industrial revolution. Yes. Now we live in the information revolution. Yes. We have access to more knowledge and more information than ever before right. because of the just explosion of things yeah. on the internet. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's so interesting to me too when you think about that because it, it happened uh, exponentially, the growth of that happened exponentially. Mm-hmm. Where you know, even I, as a kid, remember in elementary school having to look things up in the encyclopedia. You know, I was so glad that my parents had an encyclopedia set right. at home because that's how you looked stuff up. My my kids don't even know what an encyclopedia is. Yeah. You know, they just Google stuff. Exactly. Yeah. The, the encyclopedia is a three by five inch screen yes. that they can push a button and talk <laughs> yeah, into. And exactly. The information they need. They don't even All know how to type stuff it. stuff we dreamed about watching the Jetsons yes, exactly. has, has, has come to pass. So you know, true. Star Trek, computer. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah that, it is. That we just didn't know when we were watching Star Trek, the computer's name was Siri. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, even while we say that, and, and I think most people that listen to our podcast would know, mm-hmm. uh, you can't believe yes. everything on the internet. That's right. and, and I would bring that back to say that in the church, perhaps we shouldn't always believe everything we hear in the church. Right. We don't exactly. fa- just having faith isn't enough. Right. We need to add to our faith knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. whenever I, I, I think of that, uh, I, I always like to define, okay, so what kind of knowledge is right. it? Yeah, I am, I have certain kinds of knowledge, but there are other things that I know absolutely nothing 
about. Right. You know, I, I said in a sermon a few weeks back that I'm the poster child of technology <laughs> stupidity. I mean, that is, I do not know about that. I When I get around people that are talking databases and spreadsheets right. and hard drives and all that, right. like, y'all go. Yeah, yeah, have fun. I'm so glad You're you do that. I like picking up my three by five inch telephone yes. and being able to find information. Exactly. I don't really care how no, it works. No. That's, what, that's what you're supposed to that's do. That's so true. And, and some people can say, exactly, DA, uh-huh. exactly, Stephanie. Uh-huh. That's why we come to church. We don't want to read the Bible. We want you to tell us what it says. <laughs> right. Okay. So the analogies do not match up. No. Need, you need to add to your faith uh-huh. knowledge yes. to know these things. And so two yeah. types of knowledge. The first type of knowledge is simply what I would call information. Mm-hmm. That's really what we have online is we, we right. look for the different information about that because it helps us grow in our understanding mm-hmm. of things. And so uh, actually, it, when you read Second Peter, the two types of knowledge we're going to talk about are there in the verses. And one yeah. of them is, yeah, you need to have this understanding of yes. things. So it, w- when you think of, you know, how, how does Pastor Stephanie mm-hmm. add knowledge mm-hmm. to her goodness mm-hmm. built on that foundation of faith? On the faith. Well, I think with the informational side of it, it it's that part is, I, I think, part of the easy part because we've got the written word of God that is readily available to us here in America, which is really nice. That's one way we add knowledge about who God is, what his nature is, what he does, what he stands for. That's where we find that is in the scripture. But then also that's what the community of faith is for. I think about the fact that, you know, the people that have helped me grow in my knowledge of God are those who have walked the path longer than I have walked it. And so being able to talk to them and gain from them their knowledge of who God is helps tremendously. And so that informational part, I think those two pieces are, are really, really important. And, uh, and that's probably where I would stop. What about you? Well, when I, I hear you say that, one of the thoughts that occurs to me is, yeah, I thank God for those people of faith who have shown me the way and shown yeah. me how to be a Christian who yeah. said, don't touch the fire, the fire's hot. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I also thought I've got friends in my life that are not believers. Yes. And they help me grow in my faith yes. because if they have a question of faith, mm-hmm. I know that any pat answer yeah. I give, any Christian cliche I might offer, it's not going to do it. They, they've probably heard it and mm-hmm. they, they've already rejected. Yeah. So I actually have to stop and think about my response. Yes. What do I really know? Give you an example of that a, a good buddy of mine up in uh, the Tulsa area, he's actually a Sand Springs guy, mm-hmm. but uh, my oldest son Garrett played flag football for him. And mm-hmm. uh, his name is Lance, and, and Lance and I just, we had a very strong, mm-hmm. to, we can talk about things and we don't offend each other yeah, kind of that's good. Uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. Because he came in one day and I remember saying, so, man, Lance, what, what do you believe in? Mm-hmm. What, what is the standard that you use to judge your life yeah. and, and make your decisions? And he said, science. You know, that's where he is. And I said, even with all the shortcomings of science. Mm-hmm. And he said, yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, and see, for me, it, it would be the Bible. Uh-huh. And he said, even with all its shortcomings. <laughs> and I said, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, but it was because of our the friendship that we have mm-hmm. and the, the honesty, the respect we have for one another. Yeah. We could do I that. I love that. And, and so he helped, me, he helped me when I was in Tulsa. I always said, 
you help me be a better preacher because it would be real easy for me to be sloppy, yes. but I really have to stop and think, how can I communicate this in a way that brings God's truth out? And yes. so I'm, I'm very That's really thankful cool. for that. That's really cool. The other thought that comes to mind is something that we talk about a lot in church. It's something we've talked about yeah. a lot on the podcast is historically, traditionally, I mean, I know those words are right now, some uh-huh. people are rolling their eyes and yawning just right. to hear those words. <laughs> right. uh, so let's call them classics. The classics, <laughs> I like there, it. There, okay. there are classic spiritual disciplines. There are things yeah. down through history that people have said, if you do these things, yeah. it helps you to have knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. That's why we read the Bible. Yeah. That's why we pray. That's yes. why we serve. Some of those yes. classic disciplines, they just help us to get the information Mm -hmm. that we need. So So that's that's one type of information that we have. Mm -hmm. The the other type of knowing is what I like to call uh, knowing through relationship. Yeah. Uh, It's one thing to know, Mm -hmm. to have knowledge Mm -hmm. about someone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably, you know, some people watch our sermons online, they listen to our podcast, but they've never met you and they've never met me. Mm -hmm. If they watched online, they know what we look like. Right. You know, if they were uh, somewhere and they heard us speak, they might recognize our voice uh, because of the things we share about our family Mm -hmm. Uh, in sermons. They'd say, oh, that's Pastor Stephanie. Her husband's name is Phil. She's got two daughters that are teenagers, you know, Callie and Tori. They, They would know about you. Right but they don't know you. Right. You know, they, they, they've they not had the opportunities that we have to, yeah. to sit down and talk, not just about church, but mm-hmm. about life. And, mm-hmm. you know, they not had a chance to go shoe shopping with you. Nice. They <laughs> not had a chance to eat chips and salsa with yeah, me. Right. I mean, you know, the bonding right. experience, if people want to bond, you know, this, <laughs> yes. this is part of how it happens. But right. uh, one of the ways that we know is through relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think this was the... The thrust of what I want people to understand. Yeah. Add to your faith, goodness, moral excellence. Yes. We talked about that. So yes. Add knowledge. And the knowledge it's talking about is not simply the, the information. Right. It's talking about add the knowledge that helps you to grow in relationship to Christ. Yes. It's, it, it's going to happen your whole life. This is knowledge yes. you're never going to completely Mm-mm. say, well, I know everything there is to know about being a Christian. Right. The closer you get to that Jesus standard, the yeah. more you're like, oh. Wow. I mean, I, yeah. I heard somebody teach that, but now I I know it intimately. Yes, exactly, exactly. I love it that you bring about this um, the, this distinction between information and relationship because both of those are so very important. If one person only focuses solely on relationship with Christ and leaves out the the biblical reading or the you know, asking people who've been further down the path or whatever, if they just leave that out, you will miss out. Right. Same is true as if you only do that and you neglect having a relationship with Christ. It's both of those things that go hand in hand that add to our knowledge that help us to do those things that Peter was talking about. That's so good. And, you know, when you talk about if all we have is the intimate knowledge versus the informational knowledge, that, that's really almost like a feeling. Yes, it's and, out of balance. You know, that, that, that happens a lot to our students. They, they yes. go on winter retreat oh, or they go to camp. so true. And, and they feel the presence of God in such a way that they want to soak in it. They want to yes. just be saturated so with that. Uh, but 
But if they it, neglect... The feeling wears off. Yes, you know, exactly. You, you go home and immediately your parents start ragging on you because yeah. you didn't clean your room for Right, much, exactly, you know? exactly. You, know, you don't feel very good anymore. Yes. Your feelings change. Well, and that's where it becomes so important. In fact, I just had this conversation with one of our students because he was experiencing that exact same thing, that he had kind of a, an awakening at camp, and it was the one of the most powerful things I've witnessed in somebody else's life. It was just this miraculous thing where he had asked God for so long to touch his soul, and, and God touched his soul. But talking with him then even a few days after the camp, he said, I, I kind of, that feeling slipped, but he said, normally where I would have freaked out, I didn't, I remained calm because we had been sending him scripture. We'd been Uh saying, here's who God is. And he said, I remembered that. I remembered that God's with me, even if I can't feel him. And he said, I was able to remain calm, even when that high began to go away it's just it's so good to pair those things together like that yeah and hearing you share that story that is so beautiful Mm -hmm. it reminds me of i never hear this version on the radio but waymaker when it says even when i don't see it you're working working. even when i don't feel it you're you're working working. and so when you said you know he yes he was able to remain calm because he didn't feel it and so the the two types of information are you know, easily summarize. It's a difference between knowing someone mm-hmm. and knowing about mm-hmm. someone. True. You know, when we we read in the scripture, the the old version that Adam knew mm-hmm. Eve, his wife. It's like, oh yeah, that's woman. She's taken out of my ribs. Yeah. And, you know, while <laughs> right. I was sleeping. Right. No, it, it meant there was an intimacy of relationship, and and yes. that's the idea that we really want to get at. Faith is enough to save you. Yeah. Being good strengthens uh-huh. your faith. Yes. But let's have knowledge. Let's have that intimacy. Yeah. Yes. With God. Yes. And so one of the other things that uh, we want to bring at this point is not Peter's take on yes. knowledge, but I really think of the Apostle Paul. Uh, and, and the Apostle Paul had such an interesting life. I'm not sure it's one that I would ever oh, be man. able to live. No. Uh, thankfully, that's not the standard. I'm called to a much higher, tougher, better <laughs> right. standard. It's full of grace, nice. mercy, and love. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh, uh. Paul writes a letter to the Philippians, which was a church that he just dearly loved. Yeah. I mean, you could say if he ever had deep affection for a group of people, this yeah. was it. And he tells them how we need to have the same attitude that Jesus had, that uh, we don't count equality with God something that we should mm-hmm. have, but we humble ourselves and become servants. Yes. And and he backs that up later because he says, you know, I could have all this great stuff. Yeah. I, I could have this lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I could do all this other thing. He goes, I count that stuff as loss yeah. compared to the all-surpassing knowledge yes. of knowing Jesus Christ. So we're like, yes. yeah, yeah. Ooh, woo. go Paul. Yeah. But, but then, then he keeps writing. He's, yeah. he, if he'd have stopped, it would have been so much easier I know, for right? But he keeps writing and he says, I want to know Christ and I want to know the power of his resurrection. Yes. Go, Paul, go. Yes, yeah, go. <laughs> As I join him in his suffering. Oh, wah, dude, wah, wah. Went too far <laughs> right there. Yes. But here's what I want to encourage people with. Often the experiences that help us grow in our knowledge of who mm-hmm. God is through the relationship, not the information, yeah. but through the relationship, are those experiences that are hard yes. and they're difficult. Yes. And it's a, God, if you don't do something, I'm not going to survive moment. Yeah. And when God brings you, it's like the yes. students you were talking yes. about, God brings you through that. Yeah. See, let me show you my power. Yes. This resurrection power. Yes. This is going to just Ooh. bring you through right now. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, yeah. I I I know him. I know. Yeah. What, what do you think yeah. about that? Oh, I just love it. Well, I'm preaching I, a little bit. I right? love preach it, <laughs> preach it, brother. I love I love it when um, Jesus or Paul, anybody, talks about 
suffering because I feel like in our day and age, we are so geared toward avoiding suffering. That's basically, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but it's, it's a lot of what the medical field is revolved around right. and I'm grateful for it. I'm, I'm not knocking it, but that we don't want to suffer. We don't want to physically suffer. We don't want to be sick. We don't, uh, we don't want to emotionally suffer. So thankful for therapists who help right. us with that, but we don't, we don't like to suffer. We avoid it at all costs. But had Jesus decided to avoid suffering at all costs, I mean, you and I wouldn't be here today. Exactly. And so there are some times in life where suffering, even though it's uncomfortable and it's not pleasant, brings about a harvest of good things. And I think that's where sometimes you have to look at your life and say, okay, God, maybe I am in a season of suffering, but what can it be used for to to grow into the person that you want me to be, to add to my faith knowledge of who you are. Yeah. If anybody is here that is suffering, step up to the line. Yes, you know, that yes. Thing you talked That's about right, last, last week. week. Yeah, the, the line game. Stepping up to the line yeah. and, and look around you. You're not the only one suffering. Right. You're, you're not the only one there. And, and mm. if someone doesn't step up to the line, if you look behind you at those people, they're going to be going, yeah, we came through our suffering. Exactly. It, it's, it's not that we haven't. Right. It's that we aren't. Right. Suffering. <laughs> exactly. And so just having each mm. other to, to yeah. again, help each other through those things because mm-hmm. uh, we, we want all the blessings and benefits of the Christian faith. Yeah. And sometimes the knowledge we need does not come easily Mm-mm. or painlessly. Right, it, it exactly. Is off, it comes through sacrifice. So, so, so anyhow, that's kind of where we went yep. with... Uh, <laughs> I love how my voice just went from darkness to hey. <laughs> uh, you know, we uh, are in this season of Lent. We are holding that mirror. We're looking at yeah. ourselves. And brothers and sisters, I, I want you to know Christ. I want you to mm-hmm. know the information about him. Yep. But more than that, I want you to experience him, yeah. that he is your Savior, yeah. that his love for you will never go away, that he dwells in you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, amen to that. So friends, on that note, we will say a farewell to you. I hope that you have a really, really great rest of your week. Join us on Cider Online. Uh, This week, we're starting our new uh, service schedule. So 8.30 or 10.50 services, both on Cider Online, Sunday School on site at 9.30. And friends, if you are in need of prayer, I hope that you will reach out to us. You can reach out to DA or I through our website, saokc.org, but we would love to be praying for you right now for specific things in your life if you are in need of prayer. So we will look forward to catching you next time, episode three of Add to Your Faith. Hey friends, D.A. Bennett, St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church. I want you to know that we are discovering some real blessing and benefit of digital discipleship, but we also want to talk to you about subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, it's under the church's name and you'll get some different uh, video devotions each day. So if you're looking for another venue, maybe that'll work for you. God bless.